Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. attention centered on efforts to battle those wildfires engulfing the country of Australia and with all that action on land you might be wondering what efforts are being put forth by the Australian Navy to fight the fires. The answer to that question in part came late last week when a ship pulled into the port of Malakuta on the Victorian coast east of Melbourne. Now the roads in and out of that area blocked with fallen trees and blazing countryside. Officials say there's hundreds of firefighters based in that town of about a thousand They go out daily to take their shifts on the front line battling the blaze. It seems as though most of those firefighters staying in a large resort on the coast when they're off duty. That hotel had one problem. They were running out of beer. The HMAS Chules, a 579-foot landing ship operated by the Australian Navy, delivered about 3,000 gallons of beer on Friday, and there's more on the way. Well, fighting fires probably does. (laughs) It'll make a a guy thirsty. It'll make a guy thirsty. I read too, Cliff, yeah. and I thought this was, uh, well, something I never thought of. What's that? In Australia, yeah. they are using um, helicopters to drop potatoes and carrots on the ground oh, so they, that the uh, animals there will have something to really? eat. Yes. Hmm, I, didn't, I hadn't heard that. That's pretty impressive right yes. there. And it's taking them like days and days of work to try to feed all of the animals. As you could imagine, there would be a huge supply of potatoes and carrots. And that reminds me of high school. <laughs> Why would it, that remind you of high school? That's the way they used to feed us when I was in high school, Cliff. They would have a helicopter fly well, by. They would. Yes. <laughs> Basically drop food. From a helicopter. From a helicopter for us little animals to run out and get. Yes. Well, Cliff, I'm sure that some of our wonderful listeners mm-hmm. watched the Kansas City Chief game yesterday against the uh, Houston Texans. Yes. Now, I don't know anything about professional football by no means i mean i don't know what they do and what they don't do before the game it's another world i will say that i would think it would be yeah it appears to me yeah though i don't know this to be true Mm -hmm. but it appears before the uh, kansas city chiefs came out onto the field to start the game the team gathered around and i would assume the quarterback the leader of the team probably set the teammates down and said look guys for the first part of the first quarter, yeah. we're not even going to try. <laughs> we're going to let them score as many points as they possibly can, and then we're actually going to try. This is going to be hilarious when we get done. Because that's sure what it seemed like, yeah. Cliff. It was a blowout to begin with. Yeah. Then it became a pretty exciting game, and then it became a blowout on the other side. <laughs> a blowout on the other side. I never a thought blow- I'd say that this morning either. I have to ponder that one from my desk for a yeah. couple of minutes. I mean, there is, of course, no end to the things you can buy online these days. In fact, there's a segment of the population who basically never goes inside a store because they can get everything, and I mean everything they need for their families, from Amazon. Now, Amazon either sells from their own warehouses or acts as a third party to other businesses who are selling. A grand total of different items for sale in one place being more than $600 million. 
While some of the things that are purchased, well, there are things we don't generally want to talk about on the radio. There's a small segment who never goes into the store are in fact buying things like laundry detergent, cleaning supplies, and diapers online. And last week, a New Jersey woman who ordered a pack of diapers off Amazon for her 19-month-old daughter got a bit of a surprise because she had checked the box to buy from the retailer's warehouse section, which frequently has items for sale that are refurbished or used and are resold at a deep discount. She thought she was perhaps buying diapers where the package had been opened previously or there was some mistake in the printing on the package, but no, the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast is here to tell you that when you buy used diapers online, you can and will get actual used diapers. The ones she opened were full of poop. Although, she told a local TV station that they had been neatly refolded and packaged for shipment. <laughs> How do you get those in the first place, Cliff? Somebody has to send them in. And, and then return them. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, you, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I think the <laughs> postal service would frown on you. Uh, Shipping poop? I, would, I, I don't know all the rules and regulations, but I'm... I'm hoping that's at the top of their chart. I would think it would be, yes. Yes. There's got to be some, you know, medically there's ways that, but still, no, don't mail poop. Queen of England is really, really mad, Cliff. I mean, the AP <laughs> News was talking about. That's, that would just won't get out of the news headlines. It, it won't. They were talking how that she's having a little sit down with all of the princes right now. You know, and, and I was researching, you know, when you like look at like a newspaper website, and there'll be some other story they want you to click off and read on this side over there. Oh, there was yeah. one about where they think Prince Harry might actually move to America because, you know, his wife wants him to. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. I think the queen, yeah. if she wants to play a little dirty here. Oh, she, oh really? If she does. <laughs> okay. I think she could get back at all of them by quitting her Thursday night bowling league. Well, that'll show she, them. Yes, she's been in that for a long time, and it's I like... Mean, I mean, they had bowling in England. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's really good from what I hear, too, Cliff. The regular Dick Webber, I'm assuming. Pretty well, yes. Yeah. The female version. Well, Cliff, you ever had yeah. a beard? You ever grown a beard in your life? <laughs> Will you look at my face now? Well, it's not like a full-fledged beard, though. <laughs> That's the stuff around your mouth. Whatever they call that. <laughs> it's a goatee. Goatee. Yeah. And a mustache. You ever had a beard? No. I've never had the full face stuff around your mouth well that's what it looks like the stuff around your mouth well 75 percent of guys yeah. say that having a beard yeah. makes them feel more self-confident they feel more really? self-confident with a beard i guess you're kind of hiding a little bit behind it you know I, what I i'm think saying it's possible yeah now i don't know anything about a full-fledged beard yeah but a good neck beard that will hide a multitude of chins cliff if you have that's one right. of those on you <laughs> What a try that. A white neck beard. That's, yeah, you should definitely go for it. That'd be a good look. That'd be on a me. look you could do. Yes. I believe. I've noticed this recently with myself. Maybe you're uh, a yeah. little different than me, but. What? I can remember being able to get up off of the floor without making sound effects when I get up. <laughs> and I those could, were good no, times. I, re I remember that as well. And I don't know why I do that now. It's not like anything's hurting or anything, it's like yeah. I feel the need. <laughs> to make a sound effect.
Freed lawmakers in Indiana have put into place a reform aimed at keeping jail crowding down by making everyone arrested eligible for bond, except for a few violent crimes and for those found to be a danger after an investigation by the probation office. That's, of course, going to cause a lot more work for probation officers in every county in the state, and hopefully it won't cause the problem now being seen in New York City. A bail reform that law went into effect there January 1st as well. It says most nonviolent felonies are bail eligible, meaning no judge can order Garrett Woodbury held pending trial. Woodbury was arrested after allegedly pulling four bank robberies in the course of 10 days at the end of the year, but last Thursday was released. Seems as though he used a note and not a weapon during the crimes, thus making his alleged bank heists non-violent, and under the new law, the judge had no choice but to let him go. That was Thursday. Friday, he reportedly walked into a bank in Brooklyn and robbed them too. And as long as he didn't have a gun, the revolving door at the jail will continue to spin just as fast as the one at those big banks in the Big Apple. <laughs> That's almost insane, uh, to I be agree. honest with you. I agree. <laughs> I bet if you was a teller, you would think that it was pretty hostile. D- yeah. Mm. Obviously, Cliff, as I got older, I realized that I was not smart enough to ever become an astronaut. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I realized that, but later on. But as a kid, I really wanted to be an astronaut. You know, that's when you're six or seven, you all, every kid has these, I want to be this and I want to be that. And it's right that parents encourage that. But not every kid who wants to be an astronaut is at six or seven is going to end up going through the process to become an astronaut by the time they're 35. Well, you see, Cliff, I, mean, I, a, I went through the moon landing phase and as in, a kid. Oh, in 1969. Yes, because you were like probably eight. Nine. Nine when yeah. all that was going on, and I was the same way. I was like seven. And I thought so, yeah, that would be absolutely. cool, not knowing the dangers or anything. And so as a kid, <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, the way you could be an astronaut is you just write NASA and they like, you know, tutor you in. So I wrote them so, a letter. So you were a kid. You're like nine. Yes. You handwrite a letter and mail it to NASA. Yes. My I'd mom like to, helped me, you know. I'd like to be an astronaut. Yes. So you apply for the job of astronaut with NASA. Yes. And they rejected me. <laughs> oh, they did? Yes. Now, that was painful and that was hurtful as a kid. Uh-huh. But it was good preparation. Yeah. For my sports career. I got used to <laughs> right. being rejected right. on each so, team that I you know, tried out like, for. You tried uh, to play basketball. Yes. Rejected. Yes. Tried to play baseball. Rejected. Didn't you play football in eighth grade or something like that? Uh, seventh grade until seventh they hit grade, me. Seventh grade. Rejected. Yes. Yeah. I kind of rejected that one myself. <laughs> so that early rejection from NASA has led you well, my friend. <laughs> it has. Down the path of rejection. Yeah, well. <laughs> Even in your love life. <laughs> I wish I still had that NASA rejection letter. <laughs> oh, that would letter. be awesome. That would totally be a collector's item. Well, and you ask some girl out, I've already got my rejection letter. You don't have to do it. I've already got it. I'm ahead of you. Hi, who's this? Andrew Hostile. Andrew, where are you from? Fort Bryant. All righty. Well, Andrew, we're going to play Is It True or Did I Just Make It Up? And if you're correct, you're going to win these four tickets, okay? Okay. All right, Andrew, here it is. The average American can name only eight presidents. Is that true? true? You believe true. it's true? You believe that to be true? Yeah. Well, congratulations, Andrew. You won tickets to Monster Jam. Man, I'm excited. Yeah, well, I can tell. <laughs> How about this, Andrew? Can you name eight presidents? George Washington. There's yeah. one. Um, Donald Trump. Okay, two. Obama. Three. 
Um, Lincoln. Four. He's halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sputtered out, haven't you, Andrew? I'm still thinking. Oh, he's still thinking. Who else? Who else? I think should... that's it. You think that's it? You think that's it? Well, you got four, but you did get four tickets to Monster Jam. So congratulations, Andrew. Okay. All right. You have a good evening. You too, you sir. Bye bye. It's a lot harder than you think, Cliff, when you're put on the spot. Yeah. And getting four was pretty good. Not knowing that it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we kind of just put him on the spot. Put there. him on the spot there. He did pretty How good. How about you? Why don't you go? Does anybody want me to <laughs> rattle off the president's well, Yeah. Let's see what you got. Washington, Lincoln, Adams and Adams, Eisenhower, yeah. Johnson, Nixon, Obama. How many are we up to there? I, I wasn't even going Well, heck, why are we even doing this? <laughs> Here's Runaway June. <laughs> well, Cliff, that text message couldn't have come in a better time. The text message that says, basically, yeah. hearing you boys rattle off the names of presidents on the radio <laughs> is quite boring. <laughs> And I would have to agree. Yes. Because many people, Cliff, have commented over the years that this program mm -hmm. is quite boring. Quite boring. <laughs> but that leads us to our Take It to the Bank this morning. Oh, it Cliff. does. Huh? Yes. Okay. I believe our Take It to the Bank today will focus on programming that is even more boring than this program here. Really? Yes. And how could that be? Uh, well, listen up for Take It to the Bank and you'll find out. And the caveat, yeah. ooh, I threw that in. Ooh, now you're using the big words. Yes. Is that it actually happened on this date in time. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. It happened on this date, January the 13th. And couch potatoes all over the world can trace their roots to this very date in 1928. That's when three experimental television sets were installed in private homes in New York. Now, there wasn't much to see back in 1928 on those yeah. experimental TVs. I can imagine. The test broadcast by General Electric and RCA yeah. was, first of all, a person smoking. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is the first thing ever broadcast on commercial television was someone smoking. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then they followed that up. Yeah. With a guy playing a ukulele. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. There you go. Yes. What could be more entertaining than a guy smoking? Someone playing the ukulele. So whenever you listen to this program and you yep. go, boy, that's boring. Just remember. Re just remember. <laughs> we could be sitting here. Smoking and playing the ukulele. Yes. <laughs> and some mornings, Cliff. It feels like we are. I think, yes. <laughs> I think I've got a ukulele pursed in my lips right now. <laughs> but anyway, you can take all of that to the bank. Yes. Valentine's Day, just about a month away from now. Help me out here a little bit, if you would. Okay. You seem to know a lot of stuff. <laughs> Thanks. Is um, leftover Halloween candy romantic? <laughs> you know, if you got a little okay. <clears throat> stored away. If you have leftover Halloween candy, can you... Um, Make romantic advances with it. Is yes. that what you're That's for Valentine's I, yes. Day? Yes. Okay, so first off, let me just say no. <laughs> and second off, let me let me just add a question for you. How in the world do you have Halloween candy left over in January? Well you see, Cliff. Yeah. 
I've done a sacrifice here. A sacrifice? I have saved some back <laughs> from Halloween. Yes. I mean... That's like me releasing two white doves into the world. <laughs> you know, just, some guys will come in with doves. Visual image of, you know, you letting doves loose. But, um, so, so you... I mean, because historically, you're known for subsisting on, basically, candy. Yes. <laughs> and candy. And donuts. And Diet Mountain Dew. Yes. Yeah. But and you have leftovers. I have leftovers. Okay. That's how romantic I am. Okay. And so I'm saying, yeah. if you do that, yeah. wouldn't that prove that you really like somebody because you didn't gobble down all the candy? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, I don't... I, I think you're still going to end up being a lonely man, once again, for this Valentine's Day season. How about two chocolate white doves? No, no. And I'll throw them in no, the air over her head. No. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Don't mail poop. <laughs> Which should have been actually phrase number two, when you think about it. But number two is, the stuff around your mouth. <laughs> Referring to you, of course. Of course, yes. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, hearing you boys rattle off the names of presidents on the radio is quite boring. But it could be worse, as we found out. That's right. You could be listening to people smoking and playing the ukulele. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.